If you're a new manager or an experienced manager, have you ever had one of your employees say to you, oh, is that what you wanted? I thought you meant X. And you think to yourself, I thought I was pretty clear. And there the frustration starts to build. Well, probably it was because your communication style was not as clear or as effective as you thought it was. And this is one of the biggest skills that a new manager or an experienced manager needs. It's effective communication. So that's what we're gonna dive into today. What is effective communication? I'm giving you some practical strategies so that you can apply them right after the episode. So hi, I'm Glenn Pash, I'm your host, and welcome to another episode of You're In Charge, Now What? The channel that empowers new managers and experienced managers with practical real world solutions to build their confidence and their effectiveness as leaders. Each week, we're gonna dive headfirst into the challenges that managers grapple with and give you some practical strategies that you can apply right away. So let's dive into today's episode and let's figure out why your communication isn't as effective as you want and what you need to do to fix it. All right, welcome back to another episode of You're in Charge Now What? And today we're going to be talking about communication. Now, many times managers think I communicate very well because it makes sense to you. But often there is that frustration. As I said in the opening, how many times have you as a manager heard one of your employees say to you, oh, is that what you meant? I thought you meant X. And you scratch your head and you go, I thought I was pretty clear about this. And you wonder why. And now there's finger pointing. What I'm asking you to do today is to take a step back, listen to this episode. We're going to talk about four or five different areas of communication you need to focus on and be honest with yourself to say, have I been doing this or can I get better? Because the better you communicate with your team, the more clear you can be, the easier it is for everyone to succeed. Okay. So, Let's first talk about, just at a very high level, what is communication? Communication is you sharing either written, verbal, physical, communications, actions, words, where you're trying to get someone else to do something that you want them to do, either to understand something that's going to influence their actions or you're giving them a checklist of things that they have to do in order for us as a team to be successful. So that's what it is. But oftentimes we are not as clear as we want. It's clear in our mind what we want. We have a picture in our mind with what we want to happen. But sometimes when we communicate, we speak in generalities that allow interpretation to jump into the middle of this. And all of a sudden, the picture in their head is not the same in my head. And that's where we get that frustration and that disconnect. So what I want you to first think about is I've done this in a couple other episodes, but I think it really applies here is again, I want you to take a piece of paper, cut it down the middle, good and bad, right? Good in one column, bad in the other. Good. Think of a manager who was a great communicator. I want you to list things that they did or how they communicated. When I say, tell me a manager that was a great communicator, 
They pop right into your head. Why? On the flip side, I want you to, when I say, think of a manager who was a horrible communicator. Bang. What did they say or do that made you frustrated to say they're horrible at communicating? Then I want you to look at each side and check off any of them that you do on either side. If it's in the good column, keep doing it. If there are some things in the good column that you didn't do, start looking at them and say, well, how can I implement some of those? On the negative side, if you checked any of them, please stop. And if you see any others, just make sure you're not doing them because if they bothered you, they bother them. Okay. So that's at a very high level, what we're talking about in terms of communication. Now, so by doing that and auditing yourself in that, in that first tactic, it's going to help you set the stage where we're going to move forward. All right. So the second tactic I want you to think about is when you're speaking, I want you to listen to yourself over the next few days when you're communicating to your team, read your emails, listen to what you're saying. Maybe record yourself because sometimes we don't hear ourselves. Maybe record your next meeting with your team and just listen back. What I'm wanting you to do, I want you to see if you're speaking in actions specifically or generalities. What do I mean by actions? What do I mean by specifics? Well, when we're talking in actions of how to do something, I need you to fill out this form, start at line one. I need you to fill it out with your name, your first name, your last name. I need you to generate this report, but this is what I want in the report. I need this on Friday versus I need this at Friday at 11 o'clock. The reason why I want you to listen for actions is because people can repeat actions. It's the way we learned. Think about it this way. Since we were young, our parents and our teachers told us what to do and showed us what to do and watched what we were doing and giving them feedback on how to improve. So the communication was both verbal or let's say you were teaching them how to throw a baseball. You held the ball and showed them and put their hands on it and moved their arm to where it should be. You put your arm, they mimicked it. When you went up to the board to write a problem, they wrote it down, we wrote it down, or they taught you how to write. There were guides and they watched how your hand, well, here's how you hold the pencil. That's how we learned all the way through our school. But for some reason, when we got to be 18 or an adult, Everybody just relied on verbal generalities. We assume that you knew how to interpret what's in my mind versus giving them specific actions. One little tip, little side tip here for coaching. Don't be afraid to get up and demonstrate what you want because then that's clarity. If I physically show you what I want you to do, then I watch you do it. That's going to alleviate any distrust down the road. So remember, physical is a form of communication. Don't be um, ashamed to get up. Don't be, well, they're adults. They'll think I'm um, talking down to them. No, it's going to save you time down the road. If I physically show you something, it's faster. A lot of people learn that way versus trying to interpret what you say. So don't be afraid to do that. Um, one other tip I always say is, can I, if I can get up and do what I'm telling them to do, it's clear enough. Sometimes, again, I hear in meetings, and again, we'll touch on sales meetings. They're very simple, uh, or uh, I wouldn't say simple. They're, they're a more uh, uh, 
available team to talk about. People will say, hey, our numbers are down. We need to get out there and work harder and pick up our numbers. I have no idea what that means. I need you to make more calls. What does that mean? Is that one more? Is that 100 more? Is it 50 more? It's really important to talk about specifics. Hey, I need that report by Friday. Is that Friday at 5 o'clock? Is that Friday at 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock? If I'm not clear in my mind, well, they should know. How many times does that run through your head? They should know that I need that for a report. They need that for my other meeting. How do they know unless you tell them? So again, it's really important to talk in specifics. I need this report on my desk Friday by 10 o'clock. I'm going to go even deeper. Do they know what that report is? Do they know what you want out of that report? I could come with a 10-page report and you're going, I just wanted a summary sheet. Unless you've communicated with them what exactly is in the report. When I talk about the productivity report, I want it to include this metric, that metric, in this format, in this type of graph, in this type of you know spreadsheet. Whatever it is, the more clear we can be, then no one has to think about what you want, try to guess what you want, hope I'm doing the right thing. More importantly, I can deliver what you want. It's a handoff. Then somebody else has it. They don't have to worry about it because we've already worked through specifically what I need. So again, point number two is speaking in actions, speaking very specifically, and more importantly, if you have to, physically show them. It's not condescending. Trust me. It's easier to coach someone what to do. Again, think of sports. I could tell you the play, but you have to go run the play. I'm watching you do the play. I might have to push you out of the way and show you what I'm looking for, for you to see it because the words aren't creating the picture that's in my head, in your head. All right. Now, the reason why I spent a little time on number two, and it seemed like a lot of information. It all comes down to that idea of clarity. Because point number three in communication is clarity builds trust. Because I know what you want. I don't have to guess. It's also incumbent on you if you're not clear to ask them. If someone says, hey, I want that report on my desk on Friday, what time do you need it? Oh, it doesn't matter the morning. 11 o'clock, all right, 10.30, okay, what works for you? Get someone to tell you what time, because even the morning is varied versus, well, you said 10.30, here it is 10.30, here it is 10.20. It allows you to be very clear. Why? Because I need to build my day around what you need as my leader. My team needs to build their day around what I need, so the more clear I can be, that builds trust in me because now we all know I'm not changing anything on you. Where's my report? Well, you told me the morning. Well, you should know. There's that word again. You should know I meant 10 o'clock. Now I don't trust you as a leader because you're changing your mind. I'm guessing that's distracting me from what I need to do because you're not clear as a leader. So clarity builds trust. So again, making sure that we're very, we communicate verbally, email, specifics demonstrate if we have to. It's really responsible if you want to have effective communication. So let me just take a quick break. Again, I appreciate you're here. But as always, if you're liking what you're hearing, make sure you're sharing this out to your network. I'm sure there's people who would love to hear this. And more importantly, don't forget to subscribe because each week we're here myself or with my guests to help you get these strategies to overcome the challenges. We're building this channel to be a 
a, a home where you can get the training that you may or may not be getting in your own organization. Sometimes we get promoted and we're sort of left on our own. Well, this is the place where we can help you build those skills to become the leader you want to be. All right, so let's get back into. So number four in terms of communication. The biggest thing for a manager in effective communication is delivering on what you say. Let me say that again. I'm going to deliver on what I say. And I'm going to compliment people who deliver on what we agreed to. Right? I have to deliver on what I say. If I tell you I'm going to have a meeting at 10 o'clock, if I can't show up at 1015 as a leader because other people are there at 10 o'clock. They adjusted their day. Now, it's important if it's 10 o'clock and I'm going to be late, where's effective communication come in? Let everyone know, I'm tied up. Meeting is going to be moved to 10.15. Now, if someone has a problem, meaning that it, you know, now if we take another half an hour that I have another meeting at this time, they can communicate back to you. We can strategize. We can agree. That's effective communication. Effective communication is respecting the people on your team that you're managing, that their job is as important as your job. Just because you're a manager does not mean that your job is more important. You're just doing a different set of responsibilities in order to move the whole business forward, but it doesn't mean you're more important. So again, respect their time, deliver on what you say, over communicate to them. If you're going to be late, if you expect your team to tell you when you're going to, they're going to be late, you have to do the same thing for them. That's where that effective communication, as I said earlier, it builds trust in you that what you expect of your team, you expect from yourself and they can expect it from you. Okay. So again, deliver on your promises. And also as you're having this communication Communication doesn't just have to be about training. It's having a conversation about how their day was yesterday. Or remember we talked about in the very one of our earlier episodes about knowing who your team is. Well, if somebody's team, like somebody on my team, their son had a basketball game last night, I should ask them, how, was your, how did your son do on the game? What does that do? It's starting to make people understand that communication doesn't just have to be around business. It can be about around personal. You're looking, you're interested. Now, again, if you're someone who doesn't do that, that's okay too. But then don't do it once or twice and then stop doing it. People are going to think something's wrong. Why did he stop asking me? Am I on the hot seat? So again, it doesn't mean you have to, but if you do it, it there has to be that consistency of communication. The reason why is I love managers that communicate that way, spend more time complimenting their team, pointing out when they're doing well, because think about that. What did we do for our children? We focus so many times on the little things that they did. Hey, I see that you made your bed today. I see that you put your shoes in the right place. I see that you did this. I see that you did that. Why are we doing that? Because it's positive reinforcement. We do things that we think we're going to get complimented on. We avoid things that we think we're going to get yelled at for. So as a leader, the more clear you are on what you expect your team to be doing to generate the results, the better off they're going to be, but you have to compliment them. The reason is you're putting all of that positivity into the bank. So when you have to 
pull someone aside and say, I'm disappointed in you. I can tell you from me growing up, I'm one of five boys. I was more devastated when my father told me I'm disappointed in you than when he would punish me or, you know, took something away. The disappointment, that was far worse. So if you invested in your team with a lot of positive compliments and are, we're all working together when that disappointment, when I have to pull the disappointment card, they still know I have a, a ton of equity in the positive side. So that one, that has more effectiveness. So, but again, if the only thing you're communicated is negativity to your team, you're always disappointed in them. No one can do anything right. They one stop hearing you. And they're going to just find ways to, hate to say it, they're going to find ways to get you out of there. Because again, you're responsible for everybody. So it's really, really important. So the last part of communication I'm going to talk about, and as I said, in a future episode, we're going to really dive deeply into the coaching process and what we call the training tree, how to get performance and communicate. But it's very important that you have one-on-one -on -one time with each of your team and spend time, one, getting to know them, to see what's important to them. Do they want to move up into management? Do they only want to stay in this position? Uh, the only reason they want to stay in this position because they have another job. They're a student. They, they have responsibilities at home. The more you understand that, then again, you can now focus your communication to help them achieve those goals while we're trying to achieve the goals as a team. But it's important that when you're training them, that you have this one-on-one -on -one time, that your communication is focused around actions. What are they doing? Not about them as a person, about the actions. We're going to be coaching them to get them back on track. So the more clear we can be in what we're expecting them to do every day in order to execute and to achieve the performance we want, when they're not doing those things, we can bring it all back. Because why? We were very clear on what we wanted. We showed them what they want. They were doing it already. Maybe they went back to a bad habit. We need to refocus them. That's all specific communication. But again, as I said, in a future episode, we're going to talk about the training process because it's how you layer all of that on top of each other. So that way you can hold them accountable. You can compliment them and get them pushing for more. But more importantly, it allows you to earn their trust because you've been very clear about what you want. You've been clear about areas of opportunity. You've been clear about how to help them. And you've also been clear about what happens if this doesn't change. And that's really important as a leader. That's what effective communication is. It's all these little things. But again, in summary, if you can't get up and do it, it's not clear enough. It has to be so specific. I need this report Friday at 1030. And we already know what the report is because we spent time communicating what that report is, why it's important, what format it is, all of that. Every little thing, the more clear that everyone is uh, on what should be done, how it's done, the easier it is for people to accelerate when they know there's going to be no misunderstandings. I know exactly what we're doing. So again, if you ever hear yourself or your team saying, oh, is that what you wanted? Oh, I thought you meant... Or if you say to yourself as a leader, well, they should know somewhere along the line, your communication is not as clear and as effective as it should be. So I hope that you found value. Hope that was helpful. If you did, 
again, I always ask you the favor that if you found value, please share it out with your network. I know there's probably other people that could benefit from this conversation. Don't forget to subscribe. Please click the button because we're here every single week. I bring in guests from the industry, uh, leaders from the industry who deal with this same you know, the topic of building up leaders, building highly successful teams, highly successful companies. And we come in and we talk about it and they bring their ideas and, and over how they overcame some of the struggles in order to help you become the best leader that you want to be. Again, this is your resource. This is your channel to help you become the leader that you want. So I look forward to seeing you on the next episode of You're in Charge. Now what? We'll see you then. Oh, 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 oh,